Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Oh, look at that. Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny. Alice is morning. She's going to strip show in here. He's stripping down. All right. Who keeps an indoor inside room at 74, for God's sake? Can we change I, I would prefer it to be cooler as well. Oh, you can change it, yeah. How do we do it? I don't know how I'll to work do it the thermostat. Oh, let me get that'd be there. great if you, could, if you could change it for me. That'd be super. I used to always keep the other, stu- the other station at 70. That was, like, comfortable. Then mm-hmm. I could, if I was having a hot flash, I could pull a layer off. Hot flash? And then if I wasn't having one of those and my hands got cold, I could put my sweatshirt That was back a joke, on. everyone. She's so young. I know. I'm 30. <laughs> one. I'm 32. Put, yeah, go put to 72. Just get Let's it down see, a little yeah, bit. Down a little Put on 71. Yeah, that's good. 71's good. Let's see how that goes. Because Vinny's, we got Vinny stripped down to his undershirt now. Nice. So, mission accomplished. <laughs> this part of the show, hi, it's the Sarah and Vinny Show. Thanks for listening. Uh, this part of the show is brought to you by Fremont Bank. The newly opened Demercio Vasquez Health Center is just one incredible example of how the Fremont Bank Foundation supports the health of our Bay Area neighbors. Learn more about how Fremont Bank supports the quality of life in the Bay Area at FremontBank.com forward slash community. Practice that to Tiburcio a lot today. I was just going to say. So you sure you said myself. that right? You know what? I am. We, we looked it up. Although sometimes the pronunci- pronunciation thing doesn't know. That's true. Shannon Doherty. Shannon this Doherty. This is going to be sad, everyone. It is. It, it's sadder than you know. Mm. It's sadder than you think. She's still alive, so don't worry. I love Shannon Doherty when I was very young. I think she's like almost exactly my age. She okay. was Brenda Walsh on 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. If you are of a certain age, and I've noticed this about a lot of today's big stars, a name will come up and I'll be like, who the hell is that? And it's because it's a show I don't watch. If you're young... And you're hearing the name Shannon Doherty, and you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah. At one time, Shannon Doherty was one of the biggest TV stars in America. She was your gossip girl or your, yeah. uh, you know, super girl on the CW or something. Or whatever YA show you're watching. Yeah, Shannon Doherty was, that show was huge. And look, this was back in the days when there weren't that many shows. Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90210, they were bright lights in a barren wasteland of terrible shows that you had to watch because they were the only things on TV. And I don't remember 
because we weren't using the internet at that time, so it wasn't like I had every story in front of me. Right. But I remember her having a rep for being hard to work with and out clubbing all the time, and she was just a big time star. She was a star. And she could and she get away with her life. any yeah. kind of behavior because they no one was taking her. pictures of her either. I mean, was it like you know right. they caught her d- drunk falling out of a car on their sick camera phone because those didn't exist. So there's the background. She was a huge star, hasn't been for quite some time. And Reputation part of the- for difficulty, though, yep. that is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. So now years have gone by. I mean, it's been thirty years since since the first iteration of Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two. They did bring it back, but they had a totally different cast. Or mostly different. Yeah, I remember that girl you loved because she was just so skinny. Oh, which girl? I, the girl in the new cast of 90210. Oh, yep. She, I, if only I could think of her name. She's gorgeous. She's a blonde and she was... Uh, She's kind of gone away too. Like has, that was, wow. I want, I keep thinking Shannon Hoon, which it absolutely is not her no. name. Uh, but she was just a little haughty. I loved her. Okay, yeah, go on up, with the story the and I'll find yeah, it Yeah, look up you. the cast. So, flash forward to real life for Shannon Doherty. Now the days of her superstardom on 90210 are over. and She's growing up and she gets breast cancer. And she struggles with it for a long time. as people, But she survives it. So it's, it's all great. And I remember sort of going through that struggle, reading the stories about it and hearing all the things she was going through and seeing her with no hair and all the things that come along with breast cancer. With cancer. Yeah. And so she was clear for a while, like in remission. And then uh, you can leave that off because the sad part's coming up. That's a little too happy, that music. Yeah. So (laughs) she was battling. She's got like a... Annalyn McCord. Annalyn McCord. Uh, that is it. How do you say her name? Annalyn. Annalyn McCord. Anna. Yeah. Then capital L Lynn McCord. All one word. Annalyn. Lynn with a Y, right? Annalyn yeah. sounds like you said it just a little bit different. Uh, she was adorable. What a what a cute girl that mm-hmm. was. I really did like her. That's right. Love that girl. Okay, anyway, back, back to, to now we're on Shannon Doherty. She's in remission, thank God. So she's in no, she's not. She's long not in, re, in remission. She's oh. she's fighting another cancer. Ugh. She has a brain tumor going on. Oh, I know. Come on. So just she's going through all this, right? I mean, it's been a massive struggle for her, and she's a married lady. And uh, no, she is. Yeah, a guy by the name of Kurt Iswarienko, oh. and they've been together like fourteen years, married a for ten. Yeah, doesn't he sound like it? I don't know. I'm just Whatever. stuff. So there they are, <laughs> and they're, you know, she's she's got to go in. To get, they're going to take a brain tumor out. Oh. And as she goes into surgery early in the morning, she's just found out that he's been having an affair for two years. Oh. And she's getting a divorce. Let's head into brain surgery. This is not the time that you want to find. You that make stuff it sound out. like all that happened right before she got cut into. How did that actually unfold, though? Or she did was. It? It, that's how it happened. She was what? She says she had just found out that her marriage was essentially over. That her husband had been carrying on affair for two years, and like the next day, she goes in to get the brain tumor out. Oh. 
she says he wanted to be there for her. He wanted to go with her to the like, you know, yes, this happened, but I don't this doesn't mean the end for us. And I want to go and continue to support you. Look, living with someone with cancer and going through all the things that you go through with that. I get it. It's trying. And, and the last thing you want is everybody suffers. Right? No question. And the last thing you want is to hurt your person further by revealing the the. That you still want to have sex and that you're doing it with someone not in our house. Oh, boy. Crazy. You Uh, know, I had, I'll tell you something. This is just my feelings and experiences. I had a neighbor one time, this guy in San Mateo that lived next to me. His name was Dennis. Just the older guy? Yeah, the older guy. He had cancer Mm -hmm. and he was someone that I loved being there for because he was cool, but he was also an old dude. You know what I mean? And he was, and him and I could talk and- it, it yeah, you know, one he time had I knowledge. He was he was just he was he had no quit in him. He was out there mowing the lawn, but drool was coming out of his mouth because he was just a guy with cancer. Jesus. I was, it was That's, it's a drooling I just respected lawnmower. and loved this guy and, right. and I helped him any way I could. I had another neighbor, and this it's, this is kind of recent, actually. And the, the it was a couple, and the lady was young. I want to say under 30 and had cancer. And it's a totally different scenario. And I know that people listening to this might say grow up or whatever, but it's, it's hard to know how to act, what to talk about, not to. And I got into a conversation with her and she said, I'd been through this. I got rid of it. I was fine. And now I'm back to it. And so we got to go in. I got to get chemo again and I'm going to lose my hair again. And, Sure enough, like down the line, like this is over the course of months, I see this girl walking into the house next door to mine. And I'm like, "Uh oh, that's not my neighbor. As in, I think the dude's cheating on the girl. Turns out it was her wearing a wig. Oh, and I just didn't recognize her because she lost all her hair. But it, it makes I'm just trying to explain it's very hard to know how to handle someone who's going through such a dramatic experience. Like that guy, I'm not defending him in any way, but he it's may the wrong have wanted time to, to have an affair. Yes, but he may have wanted to break up a long time ago and had felt like I can't leave her. She's dying for While God's she's going sakes. Through so all it this. puts I'm I'm not. I'm not going to be him. like Lance Armstrong and dump Cheryl Crow the minute she's got breast cancer. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, it was very close in time. So I don't know if it was because so of that. Anyway, he just didn't I don't want to help. I just don't feel like it. I don't know what they're. I just know that people don't know how to handle this stuff. It is true. And for people who have cancer, it becomes the thing that defines you. And like my girlfriend, Elizabeth, went through this and, you know, the whole thing, lost her hair, all the stuff. She was like, please talk to me about anything except cancer. Like oh, I'm I, sure. I'd walk over there and I'd tell her, you know, whatever effing thing happened and just never and never ask her how she was or put a hand she was like if one more person puts their hand on my arm and looks at me with pity in their eyes and says how are you like i'm gonna cut their heads off and i'm like but they care they're trying to relate to you that's what i'm trying to you just said it better than i could have i did i wasted all that i'm sorry for having wasting your time look it's nice to talk about this stuff people don't talk about it it's really hard to know how to behave towards someone that you care about or you care about their story or you want them to be okay or more importantly maybe somewhere inside you you just feel freaking guilty that that you you don't don't have have it. it 
it's the elephant in the room, and it mm-hmm. really is. And it's, so it's hard if you're really close with someone, and you know, you can get to the point where, okay, you're sick of talking about it too, and so you just get to joking and get to back to being who you are w- together. It, that, those relationships are the best ones. Those are the ones you're kind of counting on. It's the people that you haven't seen for a while, and now you've got no hair, and there's just... That's what I'm saying. Like, I really like them. Right. I didn't know how to relate to them, talk it's to them. So I was caught. And then it's later, really difficult. down the line, this is more recently, I stopped seeing her. Mm. And was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. What happened? Passed. It, well, so then I saw him not that long ago and was like, oh, hey, and I didn't ever want to bring it up. And he goes, and he brought up something that made open the door to it. And he goes, oh, she moved out a long time ago. And I go, what? And he goes, she wants to do something different with the remaining time she has. Oh. And I think that means that she's back at her family's house and they're helping her. And I don't know. I don't. I just don't think right. anybody knows how to Nobody deal with this stuff. Nobody knows how. It's and really, I do- it's tough. So anyway, yeah. Shannon Doherty going in for surgery. Going in for a surgery on her brain tumor. And finds out her husband's been cheating on for her. For two years Yuck. so she he says i want to go with you but put all that aside we are married i do love you and i'm gonna i'll go with you and support you and she's like nah i cannot go into that surgery with you there i need to this is clearly my journey yeah. not yours right so she talks about this on her she's got a podcast where, look, when you've gone through multiple bouts of cancer, life changes your attitudes toward life. You say whatever the F you want to. You tell the truth. Why wouldn't you? What do you forget it? You could die any minute. Just well, let's sucks. hope you don't go Archie Bunker, but okay. Right, okay. <laughs> she says, I felt so betrayed. At the end of the day, I just felt so incredibly unloved by someone I was with for 14 years, by someone I loved with all my heart. She was petrified going into surgery, but she had her mother and her brother and her best friend was there with her. And so in the absence of this guy, uh, she's still she's still fighting. It's not like they removed that and then it was over. Um, But she's saying just to have to go through all that while trying to figure out if you're going to get a freaking divorce and trying to get to the truth of that. Well, I think you're getting a freaking divorce, right? Yeah. Well, she said that he was willing to not to. Like, well, I will dump this other person and I'll and I'll keep trying with you. She said that uh, she had a really hard time walking away from the marriage, but she ultimately decided she had to. Well, don't you feel like, oh, you're going to stay with me for pity? No, thanks. She says, I was so confused and I was also on steroids and a lot of stuff from brain surgery because they didn't want my brain to swell. And honestly, it's still really hard. Yes, I made the decision to file for divorce, but I have a lot of memories with this person. Steroids. They really do make it hard to make decisions and, and figure things out. Or be really in the moment with anyone that you're near. You're crazy. I wonder if she's got any spare she can... Never mind. During that time, she became obsessed with uncovering every detail of her then-husband's alleged betrayal. Why? Conversations, expecting people to be honest with her. She says, if you share 14 years together and you cheated, doesn't that person deserve the absolute truth, regardless of how much it hurts them? Oh, it just it feels like masochistic. It does feel masochistic, and it also feels like, well, that's tough. I mean, here's a dude who loves her, probably, or did at one time, but I also probably think he's careful around her in a way that you, not the way that you remain faithful, obviously, but he's probably like, I don't want to hit her up for Nook tonight. I know what she's been through today. 
I don't want to bother her with my needs when I yeah. know what she's going through. I'm guessing there's very little sex in relationships where one of the people has That's cancer. what I'm getting at. Like, I'm saying like, to, like... Oh, to like just like 0.0000% of the time you're like up for that. How can you bring that up? You can't. I know you had a really bad day and you were also at the hospital most of the but afternoon. But I was very sad today, too, and I'd like to hold you and well, make my a sweet stand over here is, you know, keeping if you me wouldn't... from rolling over. It's a whole, I just, oh, yeah. So we're talking about Shannon Doherty uh, and her breakup with her husband. As she's being wheeled into surgery, it, I, I don't know how it exactly was revealed, but she found out that he'd been banging this girl for two years. She says she actually spoke to the girlfriend of two years that he cheated oh. on her with. She didn't disclose the identity. She says, if you if I'm the one asking for this, if I want this information, I want to get it. I'm going to cry. I might get angry at you. This might suck to hear, but I need to hear it. Shannon Doherty was first diagnosed with breast cancer eight years ago, 2015. Man. That and was the first cancer diagnosis? First cancer. So, but then she'd gone into remission. Like that a couple years later. And then the thing, time got wonky because of the pandemic. Because right. in 2019, four years later, the cancer came back. And then it got to stage four, spread to her brain. So she's just bombed. I feel I just felt so bad for her as I read this story. And there's so many pictures of her. And they, they are clearly in love. She is clearly in love with him. I think. Well, he probably was too. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Stuff between people can be such, that's tragic. I know. Absolutely tragic. All of it. The whole thing. She's got cancer and the boyfriend, I mean, the husband is cheating on her. And then now they're breaking up. All right. I, oh, I ate the whole break. I'm sure there are dudes or women, partners out there that are able to, Stay the course. Yes, of course there despite are. Despite their own needs, despite their want for normalcy, they find themselves able to just be They're, a rock for a person they love. I'm sure that's out there. Absolutely, that's out there. But there's also this. They're better people than most of us, though, the ones who can do that. Better people I think. than this guy. Yeah. I mean, at least, Jesus, I'm not condoning it in any way, shape, or form, but at least uh, how about don't let her find out the minute before she goes into brain surgery. Well, I'm sure it wasn't intentional, right? When she saw like his, I'm pretty sure text happened, messages yeah. and <laughs> on the list of excuses why you don't want to do it tonight. Cancer has to be like the, at the top. Ex- it's it's valid. completely yeah. excusable and valid. In right. sickness, hundred percent. Like you have to be able to go. Yeah, that you're right. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm not even gonna ask you to watch porn with me. Like it's fine. <laughs> I just you can take this time to to right. focus on your positive feelings about beating your cancer. What's coming up in the news, Vin? That was not fun, by the way. I was, I mean, not that we don't always have a good time with stuff, but that is that's a freaking tough story. Really tough. Mm-hmm. I have some good news after these. It's all right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What? Wake up! Thank you. With Sarah and Vinny. Ding, 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 ding. Alice at 97.3. Wow. I really did not notice that that song was winding down. We just have so much to talk about during the break. It's fun being with you guys. Mm. I like this band. Mm. It's the Sarah and Vinny Show band. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. And welcome to your Thursday. Tune into Alice all this week. This is a big deal. The Rolling Stones, you may never have another chance to see these guys. They're coming to Levi Stadium July 17th, 2024. And if you'd like to win tickets, be listening at 905, 1205, and 505. We'll give you keywords. You text them to 20357. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by BART. Burp, burp. If you're shopping, ice skating, or heading to the airport this holiday season, avoid the stress of dealing with unpredictable Bay Area traffic. Take BART. Okay. BART.gov. BART.gov. Bart, let's go. Okay. I'll do it. Oh, sorry. Is that Bart? Let's go. Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's like that. Let's go. Second one. Yeah. Okay. The latter, not the former. I like this story. Let's go. And it's locals or local ish. So I wanted to, I wanted to do it. It's a good story. A judge in California got tired of sending young people to prison. He says, because there, they just learn to become harder criminals. I've often thought that. I think people say that, right? That's where you learn to do all, you learn how how it goes in there. So he created an alternative, transforming an old juvenile detention center into a vocational training facility, a culinary academy. Oh my God. And a school for adolescent offenders. Oh, this is. Very interesting. It is really cool. So critics have questioned the sustainability, and the judge says it costs twenty five thousand bucks to put a kid through his program, compared to one hundred and ten thousand dollars to house them in prison. For how long? How it doesn't. It doesn't have the full breakdown. But his. So this is a place called Rancho Cielo, and it is in Salinas. Wow, Salinas, you can hear me. Hello, Salinas. I think you can. On a good day, you can hear. Oh, well, listen, if you have the Odyssey app, you can hear us. Anyway, yeah, right. We're booming into Salinas on the Odyssey This app. judge, John Phillips, had long lost count of the number of minors he'd sent to the California penitentiary system for crimes committed during violent, unguided, and hopeless adolescence. Mm. And he just was over it. And he said, I got to find a way to help these people, not make them worse criminals. And so this is what he came up with, this this 
an old juvenile detention center that they took over and started doing classes. So they still house them there and they're required to be there. Mm-hmm. But they instead of just spending the day doing whatever it is juvies do, they all have to go to classes and pass. Right. I assume. So this place, Rancho Cielo in Salinas, is a place where they get people to get through high school, learn a trade. That's in, great. In some cases, they say here, like, this is the kitchen. It shows that these are chefs-to-be. That's amazing. It's neat, right? It's a big kitchen. It's just what you think, the stainless steel tops mm-hmm. and all the, you know, all the kids are in the white chef outfit. So they've got a restaurant, they've got an auto and diesel repair shop, they've got a few nice. other things where people can learn trades and come out of this program with a skill. Well, that is uh, very and, forward thinking, and it is very expensive to to house and feed someone in a, in a jail. And so this sounds like a viable alternative. More of this, please. So I don't know Judge John Phillips, but it sounds like he gives a crap. Well, he's my and hero And he's done today. something good. Absolutely. Judge John Phillips. Everybody, take a close look at what's happening in Salinas. Let's do more of that. And they by utilizing an old juvenile detention center. So All right, a building already in existence. Just took it over and put it to use. Great job. Hmm. I like it. Food for thought, for sure. Really interesting. How long has it been going on? Long said, enough that they've graduated some people? It or? sounds like he's, by the year 2000, this is a guy who, so they don't say, oh, in, in 2003, he set out to find a better way to get kids in an environment of support where they could pass through these difficult years with a hand on their shoulder. Nice. Philip started Rancho Cielo at the base of this town in, in uh, of a, of a hill in the town of Salinas utilizing this old juvenile detention center. So 2003. Wow. So it looks like, you know, 20 years or so. Probably didn't start right away, but that's pretty incredible. Oh, we're looking at, uh, we're looking at a video of this guy. This is amazing. Look at that. There's an engine being taken apart. Uh, Super cool. Car on a lift. Mm-hmm. Guy touching some random box underneath the car. This is, you know, they're all reaching up there, acting like they're, you know, they're good actors. <laughs> what do you students. mean they're good actors? They're well, students. Yeah, but they know they're getting filmed. It's not like they're actually working on that car. Come on. <laughs> John Phillips, he's just a guy who cares. He's the hand on your shoulder. I like it very much. I think this is great. The Culinary Academy is amazing. They have a few hundred acres. I'm sorry. There. They've got a farm. Yeah, they have acres, this place is incredible. hundreds of acres out this there. Is, it's actually you beautiful. Can you oh, please post gorgeous. this, whatever video this is? Uh, this is worth a minute of your time. Yeah, this is Karen. from your website. It's super cool. This puts a kid who who knows what their environment is into a healthy environment where the people around them are like it's. This is great. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Is that the restaurant that they the culinary people mm-hmm. are cooking? The other, this is incredible. Super cool. Rancho Cielo. I'm blown away by this. This is great. Good for you, John Phillips. Way to Sorry, make a we're looking the at world. the video, but you should give it I'll a look. I'll put it up on the Facebook Please page. Please do. It's yeah. absolutely something to to be happy about. Well, he should be really proud of that. And I'm sure all the kids that have become adults it, while being at that program have, I'm sure the success, that looks like a place where there's a success rate that's. I I can't. 
I do understand there are bad people in the world. I also, and so they're not savable. They're just going to be bad. And they just that. decided I'm going to be rotten. And that's what I do. I'm that guy. All right. Plenty of others though. They just need someone to give them. To get them away from path. the people who were. Yeah. Just another direction. Influence. And this is it. Yeah. If you I like earn it a so trade much. and become a person who can put in a day's work and get a, a decent wage for it. You're on your way. Yep. Next story. When you're growing up in your house, you know, the one your parents are bringing you up in, everything that everyone does there seems normal because that's what you're growing up in. Right. So when you see your dad on the couch, nude. Right. That's why I was going there. Yeah. You've seen Gentry's Wiener a millions of times. It never even crossed my mind that it wasn't something everyone saw. I can't believe you weren't like, Dad, throw a towel down under your butt, please. Jeez. He wasn't like walking around the house sitting on the couch naked. He just wouldn't. He would come out of the bedroom naked. He'd take a shower. He'd be walking around the house naked. He'd go downstairs to the laundry room and grab a pair of underpants and put on, you know, start getting. He wasn't lounging. I'll tell you something. He would put on clothes to lounge. Mm. It's taken me, and maybe I'm uptight. I don't think I am, but I, I, well, I don't think I am, but I grew up with it. Like, once I moved out of the house, I was with dude roommates. So yeah. it wasn't like I walked around the house naked with my dude roommates for the 10 years I had to have roommates. But I have learned the joy of not rushing into your clothes and let your body dry fully. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. give yourself a second. I used to just be like, you know, kind of half wet, just pull the underwear on and let's get going. Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. that smart? You really should let yourself like. Huh, well, that's what robes it. are for, right? I will, will never be seen in a robe. What? What's wrong with a robe? I robes are for losers. The trust robe me. that's like a towel. It's a towel uh, fabric. Yeah, so yeah. It's you like terry, a terry cloth robe. Oh, yeah. No, you robes don't. Robes are great. I Otherwise, have a robe too. Especially with my really long hair, it's like it's getting. Everywhere, yeah, the, the and then the wet. So now it it lays on the towel yeah. back, and I of have a robe. hoodie on my robe, so I can like I, I get my hair in there. But it, I'm not wearing it the whole day. I'm no, wearing God, it for no, ten minutes not. after the yeah, shower you while just I throw you know. a robe on while you're doing all your other stuff. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, it is pretty nice. And you don't like, have a robe though, do you? I don't, but I'm kind of. When you go to a hotel, do you use the robe in there? No. Most of the time, there's a robe hanging in there. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to... Yeah, you, you get out of the bathtub, you put yeah. the robe on, you rub a little lotion on yourself. Alex, get with it, man. Get Lay a robe, get some kids, yeah. you're good Great. to go. It's nice. They don't wash those robes. Here's if they're washed what or not. I, I'm totally <laughs> surviving every time. It's fine. I check them for bed bugs. They're clear. Put it on. What about crabs? You checking for that? I don't, I don't care about crabs. Marks. What about the guy extinct. that put that on and went, I'm oh, that clean? must be chocolate. I'm, I'm sure I would spot that. Oh! <laughs> Disgusting. Well, they, they wrap them up so nice on the hanger that it makes it look like they've Probably been bleach them or something. None of yeah, this is about the, the robes anyway. Let's get back okay, to the back story. Okay, whatever is. your thing is. <laughs> People on social media are talking about bizarre house rules they experienced when staying at someone else's home mm. when they were a kid. All right. One of the first ones... That I experienced, and this was, I was a little boy. I would have been seven, eight. And a a friend down the street, his name was Gene, and he was Korean. And you could not wear shoes in their house. Yes. That's the first time I ever. That you ever experienced. Came across that, because I 
Right. Because you wore shoes in the house. What do you mean? And I was a grown up before I ever met anyone who was like, take those shoes off. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah. it was for the first time I'd ever, and their sandals all in the doorway. And yes. the, I'd never encountered that. So we, we used to play Shogun Warriors. We were little kids. I didn't really have any, but he had a ton of really oh, the cool ones. Action figures. The big ones. Yes, yeah, I remember those. You remember those? No. Did you they were so, so they were really worse. cool. No, I don't Look think so. Look those up. Like they that. were like big plastic toys. They, they were, were kind of like the press the they preceded Transformers. Amen. Oh, they re- that's cool. they remind you of that. They had like um they were posable, right? And they you were could like shoot a... like one guy could shoot his fist off. Yes, yeah, yes. He, his whole fist departed. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yeah, they were cool. So so Gene had a bunch of these and we would play with them. But going to his house, that was the first time I ever encountered, oh, you got to take your shoes off. And I I honestly was like, why? What's your problem? But that's what they did. Mm. Anyway, here's some of the things. So this is bizarre house rules that someone said they had to take a bath at a friend's house one time and discovered they had a rule that they reused the bath water. They did this to conserve money and water. And there were five kids living in that house. So they all took a bath in the same water. Yuck. My mom used to put us all in the bath at once. Right, but then... Which is, so that's now we're all, you know, making that water gray. But if you have five kids and each one bathes separately, first of all, the water's cold by the time the fifth kid... Cold and brown by the time the fifth kid gets in. And, And you know all those other brothers and sisters peed in there just to get the other kids back for whatever... Slight happened during the day. I'm going to show that one. Another house rule. The internet had to be turned off at 8 p.m. because all the good websites turn off at night and only the bad, naughty websites are on in the evening hours. Well, that's one way. One thing to tell the kids. I mean, he's selling them something, right? Yeah. Internet goes off. Bye. Uh, A father says he used to turn off the Wi-Fi at 9 every night like a switch so we wouldn't waste it. (laughs) <laughs> dads <laughs> dads are great every time I touch my thermometer at the house or the thermostat at the house my dad's in my ear oh I am I walk around put my, a jacket on I walk around the house turning lights off mm. oh, and grousing like my dad right under now. my breath about what am I made of goddamn money we're just leaving all the lights and we have solar <laughs> and yet I still can't not yeah. I walk by a room and the kids they leave oh. for school and their their lights are on. Dead off. Mm. You kidding me? I'm getting solar soon. So excited. Nice. What are you waiting for? I thought you had it a long time ago. And we got we are in we've we're in contract with them and we're getting our, our roof is going on like in two weeks. Oh. Which is this is so the wrong time of year to be doing it. Yeah, why this. are you doing it now? That's when they could fit us in. Capstone, how you doing? Hi, Capstone. Yeah. You're listening. Hello. Why now? You. Why didn't you do this for them in the summer? No, because they just couldn't do it in the summer. They, they're they busy. Like, roofers are busy. Yeah, I know they're busy, but we just said Capstone for the third time into a microphone. I'll say it again. Capstone. That's four times. Can we do it? Can you do it today? It's sunny out today. <laughs> <laughs> the parents, uh, This is these are rules in other people's houses that, you know, and I don't know if you had any rules in your house that or things that were going on. I know the nudity thing was certainly. That wasn't a rule, though. It was just the rule. There was no rule about putting on clothes, I guess. But you walked, so you walked around naked all the time. 
around your brother John. You you make it sound like we walked around the house naked. Yeah. We just weren't. It it wasn't a thing to see the other people in the family naked. If something happened and someone ran out of a room, they wouldn't grab a robe. They'd just run out of the room. Like when you get up in the morning, you, I don't know, we changed in front of each other. We, my mom, I'm not kidding you. In, you know, it rains all summer long in in Massachusetts and every place except California. And <laughs> my mother would, she'd go, oh, it's pouring out. She'd say, take off all your clothes and hand us each a bar of soap. And we'd go out in the front and play in the rain and, and wash up. And then she was like, well, they're bathed. Children are bathed. Here's a bar of soap. Get out. Go play naked in the front yard. Yes. Okay, well, we just finished our list. Like, that is the craziest house That's not rule, a rule of all the rules. That's not a rule. That was That's just still a the thing. craziest thing I've ever heard. I should also say, I realize now that because you grew up in tract housing where there's houses right next to that. Like, we did not, I could not see any other houses from my front yard. So our front yard was yeah, fairly I definitely private. grew up in like yeah. And the where Millers I live next now, door, my kid, my kids would not. All the people would be looking. The 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 neighbors next door to our house where I grew up, the Millers. It was the mom and Mark and Michelle Miller okay. lived next door. The two the two kids. This lady was the. What? She oh, screamed like a lunatic, and we would just be sitting there going, "Oh my god!" And then Mark would come out and be like. Hey, you guys want to play Nerf football? And I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> what just happened? Oh my God. She'd just lose her mother. Oh. You know what? Mother, mother, mind. Oh my gosh. Wow. She was a mother, mother. Our text number is 800 <laughs> It's 800-400-3697 for those of you who couldn't figure out what Vinny was saying. 415 says, I used to have Shogun Warriors as a little tyke. Mazinga was my favorite. Oh. And I don't remember the names of them. I don't either. My brother had at least one of those. I remember those really being a thing. I think he had that second one in from the left. It has the, uh, I don't even know how to describe the boots it's wearing. But they, I think they popped off and they have like little side lasers. Mm. I don't even see the one that I I would recognize as the main guy. I don't even see him. Maybe not. That one has like a sarcophagus head. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the one. They were cool, though. They were definitely a thing. Vinny. This is 510. Please stop robe shaming Bryn. <laughs> Robes are awesome. Robes are yeah, fun. they are. Although, that's just not Vinny's thing. He's a washcloth guy, though. I never use a washcloth. I don't even think I own a washcloth. How do you clean yourself, then? With the bar soap and my hands. Oh, same here. Yeah, but don't you want to take a soapy washcloth at the end of everything and clean your crack? Mm, oh. No, I don't. Mm, I never thought it's about fine. that. I clean think it with I've the done soap it before, and... but no, it's all right. Yeah, I'm I get in there. Squeaky, I'm all in there. It's, yeah, it's squeaky like squeaky clean, clean yeah. with your with yep. your fingers. Yeah, fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your mitts are made your for. Your finger is the thing that just. What, where you have just one no, and finger? And then you wash your hands. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, what finger? are you doing yeah. is the question. The question I'm not is, the what one. are you doing? You're I use a one finger and one finger. Okay. Enough out of me. Coming up next, People Magazine's 25 Most Intriguing People of the Year. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Get up. Wake up. With Sarah and Vinny. Legit, yeah. And Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.